Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. I'm here with Brian Bittler today. Joe Madden, first day off since I've been working with her. So uh, we wish Joe the best. She is under the weather, and um, I'm sure we'll get a million comments. Where's Joe? And uh, I'll just lead it right off there with the where's Joe. Joe has a migraine. So we're going to send her um, you know, some flowers and a spiral sliced ham and all kinds of good stuff. Make her feel better. And uh, hopefully she's back soon. But uh, in the meantime, you got me and Brian. You have a reasonable baseball schedule. Of course, it's Marathon Day, which is Patriots Day in Boston. And so you have that early start in Boston today. Dylan Bundy on the mound for the Twins. So um, I don't know if they'll actually hit the goal and the reason why the game is early, which we'll talk about in just a couple seconds. Three NBA games, uh, interesting games yesterday. I thought the Chicago Bulls really, you know, uh, to me, they were the most surprising team yesterday to, you know, getting it done and um, at least getting the cover, nearly winning that game, really, you know, really put They're it only down by three with like 18 seconds or yeah, so. Yeah, they put a real scare in the Bucs. I think the Bucs, you know, might be in trouble here. Not Maybe not in this series, but I think overall. And um, there's NHL, but I think hopefully Joe's back for that for pucking crazy. If not... Um, I don't know. Ruffalo's got a lot of videos out there. He did the parlay and all kinds of good stuff. So we always we always do what we can. We always cover for each other. And like I said, we hope Joe feels better soon and is back with us in a hurry. But um, NBA today, Brian, we've got three games. Game two uh, of these of these series now. So we've seen these teams play each other. And you know, first of all. I got the text from Big Al yesterday, like right after Tatum hit the hit the shot against the Nets, and he was just like, "The Nets really needed that one, you know." He's like, "They really needed that one." So he's uh, he he thinks the next game is a blowout. But anyways, I don't know. The Nets kind of look like they have the firepower to keep the game. Cl- I mean, it looks like it's going to be a nip and tuck series. So I don't know. I don't know if I agree if it'll be a blowout next time. Just get into it. Well, of course, we'll I guess we better do that baseball game first, ain't because the goes off at eleven. Or are we doing the NBA? We'll normally do the NBA first, but let's just do that one baseball game and then we'll come back to it. We've got the Red Sox taking on the Twins, and it is uh, Rich Hill on the mound for the Red Sox up against Dylan Bundy, who you know I I criticize him often. I think the deal with Bundy is is this. He went five innings, one hit last time out. It's not the first time we've ever seen a performance like that from Bundy. We saw performances like that from him in Baltimore. The deal with Bundy is, if he gets the low strike call, he's effective. If he does not get the low strike call, he gets hit often. Now, these these um, marathon day games in Boston, eh, it's not necessarily shown to be a gigantic advantage here for the Red Sox. Uh, I've seen it go both ways. So, uh, you know, it, it all just depends on who they're playing. But I think more often than not, it kind of w- seems to work against them. I've seen them against the Baltimore Orioles in this spot, and the Tampa Bay Rays seem to get in this spot plenty. And uh, they seem to hold their own here in this one. The reason why they schedule the game at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Patriots Day, which is the day they run the Boston Marathon, is while the while the, the winners of the Boston Marathon have already run through Kenmore Square at this time, 
the bulk of the runners, the big crowd of runners, which are going through the square all, you know, most of the, most of the late morning um, into the afternoon uh, coming through Kenmore Square, the bulk of them will be coming through then. The biggest crowd of them. So the people are coming out of the stadium, which is right there in Kenmore Square, which is about the 26-mile mark, 25-and-a-half-mile mark to, in the Boston Marathon. So they're coming out of the stadium, so you have this glut of people right there in Kenmore Square as the runners are coming by, and that is why they have the game at that time. So they do it every year, and uh, you know, every year people say, why do they have the game that early? It's probably cold as hell, but yeah, I've 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 been to a few of them, and uh, you know, it's good times. Anyways, what do you think here, Brian? I know well, you're, you're you know, Bundy I'm guy. a Dylan Bundy. I'm a Dylan Bundy guy, and uh, I've been a Twins guy. I I won the first game of the premium, lost the last two on free picks. I, I'm gonna go again on the Minnesota Twins here. Bundy looked good in his first outing. Rich Hill looked like I thought he'd look, and I think he's going to continue to struggle. Too many people, I think, are in love with Boston after seeing how they've handled the Twins the last two days. I'll, t- I'll take a small handle here with the Minnesota Twins. Just uh, keep me interested in the game. I'm going to I'm going to take the Red Sox on the run line and not a premium pick at all by any stretch of the imagination. I just think, once again, just to keep me interested in the game, but to me, it's like I like to fade pitchers um, off of at the beginning of the season, at least, that aren't typically, you know, big performance. I like to fade them the next time out. And I think that's what, that's what I'm going to do here. It's pretty much that's the idea. I like to fade Bundy anyway, but I think coming off the big game, the, I don't see him stringing them together. You know? Well, typically, I like to take a guy like Rich Hill who had a bad game first start that he bounces back. But yeah, I, maybe I'm just a Bundy guy here. But you see the know. opposite. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like you go with the opposites on these. It's, you know, it's played out that way in so far this season. We've seen guys with um, slow starts over eight yeah, and a half. I, I don't believe the Twins are as crappy as they've looked the last two games. I think they're, they should be competitive in this one. I think they got a puncher's chance, but we'll see. I think for the Red Sox, it's this is an important game for them because they know heading into Toronto that they're going to be with um, you know not their complete roster. So it's like they're compromised, you know, in that game. So or in that series, so. I think it's going to be interesting to see the way that that all plays out with, with the Blue Jays this season. Yep, and it's an important game for Boston, and you got to win the winnable games before you take on the, the better teams like, like Toronto, I think. So at least I think they're the better team. Well, well, speaking of Toronto, they have the Sixers taking on the Raptors here uh, in game two. It was the Sixers by 20 in game one. Uh, I'm looking for a more competitive game here. But the line has starting to move away here from from the Raptors, uh, six and a half up to seven. This morning when I looked at the line, it actually was at eight and a half on my FanDuel. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm going to lean towards the Raptors and I'm going to probably play the game as late as possible, waiting for everybody to jump on the Sixers. I just don't believe that the Sixers are over two possessions better than Toronto. And the Raptors got embarrassed in the first game, giving up a ton of points. So I, I expect a better game tonight. Yeah, I'm showing seven and a halves pretty much across the board right now. And I see a seven out there um, at Fox Bet. 
and a six and a half at MGM. I guess I should have jumped on that eight and a half when I saw it this morning. Yep, six and a half. We go to Dallas, where the Mavericks still without Luca here, playing against the against the Jazz. Uh, I gave out the under in the video, and boy, I got pretty much hammered by people in there saying, you know, that they like the over. So I don't know. I still that kind of makes me like the under even more. I, I, I guess I think this number is set low for a reason. People love to bet overs. I mean, it's, it's going up. It was two hundred five and a half. And now it's two hundred six uh, at a lot of places. I think that's just because of the public action hitting it. But I mean, there wasn't there wasn't even close to that scored in the first game. And I think without Luca, I think defense becomes more important for Dallas. Yep. If Dallas wants the chance to win this game, they got to turn up their defense and it's the playoffs where defensive pressure is always turned up a notch. So yeah, I, I definitely, I think the Mavericks have a chance. I, I took the Mavericks in game one and they got, they got their butts kicked, but I, I think they rebound a little bit and at least keep it respectable here today. I think that, I think the Mavericks have a shot as well um, in this one. I, I'm, too many people, it just seems almost too easy, you know, for, to keep taking the Jazz in this spot. But, you know, opening rounds of playoffs, not known for competitive series. So, part of the issue here as well. Then we go to Golden State where the Warriors are taking on the Nuggets. And this is, uh, you know, I love the Warriors in game one. But I'm not so sure I love them so much here. How about you? Well, for me, I think I'm going to lean towards the under in this contest. I just think, uh, uh, I think the game one, I think went under the total, and I think we're going to see a defensive effort for the Denver Nuggets if they want to stay competitive in this one. Much like Dallas, I think they have to play rock solid defense against a talented Warriors team that's playoff uh, tested. So, I like the under in this one. I, I could see that happening. I think you know one of the things that came in on the betting tools for this game was the Nuggets' first quarter, that the Warriors have been slow starters and they're 0-4 in the first quarter, getting plus 143 on the Chicken Nuggets here in the first quarter against the, uh, against, against the uh, Warriors. I think it's well worth a play at that price and you know, considering that trend. And I think... Uh, I think, yeah, think they come out hard in that. I think they come out fast in that one. I would take that. Anyways, what do you got for sale today? Well, yesterday, a two and three day Pelicans you know, lost for me by a point, but a loss is a loss. I got my MLB money shot three pack, my three best bets in baseball for uh, $50 at pickdogs.com premium picks. Make sure you guys go and check it out. I just have an MLB three pack. I might add a, um, I might add an NBA. I haven't decided yet, but I think I am. So, um, take a look at, at those and, um, still working on the money bombs. So, uh, I'll have a few of those as well. Not my best weekend in, in baseball or in basketball. So looking to bounce back. Normally I don't, uh, it doesn't, when I have a little bit of a bump normally, especially early in seasons, it's going to happen. I, I don't know. It's just like, it was one of those days where it was just like, you know, Nothing seemed to go right. It happens. Cleveland Guardians hurt me, and Minnesota Twins hurt me yesterday. So I had, I had two. A- I had two late ads, you know, that I added late, and I lost them both, and that was what cost me. You know, it's usually when I add those late picks, they, yep. ro- they roast me every single time, and I lost both of them. So uh, 
that was really the difference for me. Oh, and the Dodgers having a winning weekend on the run line wasn't good for me. No, it was brutal, but that doesn't last forever. Speaking of which, we got the White Sox and the Guardians, Keiko against Tristan McKenzie, got the Nationals and the Diamondbacks, and the Giants and the Mets. So three good series. I mean, not necessarily the best teams, but um, three good series, right? Yep. Competitive. Competitive. Yep. For me in that grouping of game, I'm going to take a chance with Bumgarner and the Diamondbacks. Uh, I just think they got it. I think they're not the better team in the matchup, but I think these two teams will be competing for the worst record in baseball, and I'd rather have a veteran Bumgarner than Josiah Gray, who has a ton of talent, but still hasn't really showed it. Looked good in his last start. And then the Giants, they burned me against the Guardians. I think I'm going to take him here against McGill because I think he's due for a cl- uh, somewhat of a clunker. I don't think the Giants are going to score a ton of runs, but I think they're worth it at the price. Yeah, the Giants play in a lot of tight games, like a lot of these one-run games. They weren't in one yesterday, and they are 3-0 and on the road now after sweeping the Guardians in Cleveland. With no small feat in that one. And uh, we have... Um, I'm like... And... Uh, I think that Josiah Gray and Bumgarner is a great matchup. And Tristan McKenzie, we've seen the good and the bad from him already this season. Kind of last year, we saw the uh, we we saw the we we, we saw I don't know even what what to say about it. It's like we saw the good and the bad from him. It seems at the beginning of the season he struggled, right? And then at the end of the season is where he kind of started to put it together. And then we saw him kind of in a relief role to start this season, right? He came in in relief and got hit. And then the next game he came back and uh, wasn't, he pitched a lot better like at, yep. from the starting spot. So which Tristan McKenzie are we going to get today? I think that's really the question for me is like, which one are we going to get? And so um, Keiko, same thing, you know, it's like, he has Cy Young stuff. He also can, he also can give up eight runs in the first inning. He certainly has that capability. But what we saw from the from the Guardians this past weekend wasn't good. Nope, it wasn't good at all. And it wasn't just the offense that let them down. I mean, it doesn't matter if the game was eight nothing, nine nothing, or anything like that. If you don't score any runs, you're not going to beat anybody. You can't win scoring zero runs. Nope, I liked them in each game, and they, they, they cost me some money this weekend. So. I, I didn't love them all weekend. I didn't really touch the series, but I'm kind of kicking myself for not. I just thought the Giants looked – the Giants' price was so low, and they were inviting you to take them. And, but they showed up and got the job done. The next set of games is also really interesting because there's some super strong trends with the Cubs taking on the Rays, the Brewers and the Pirates, and the Astros and the Angels, some – there's some really strong trends here where the Cubs haven't beaten an American League team in about 150 years, and they haven't covered the run line against them in 250 years. Then you have um, the same thing here with the Angels and the Astros, like just a massive run line trend here for the Astros against the Angels, which um, in, in, this type of, in this type of situation where the Angels are coming off of, it is the, the, the trend here, a really brutal one, is... Because, trust me, Luis Garcia isn't a guy that I'm rushing out to, to 
bet the run line on. But when I see this trend, I, you can't help yourself. It is, at least for me. It, I can it, help myself. Well, <laughs> you know, you love the Angels. But I do. I get, and they're going to get me today. They too, haven't. So. Co- they haven't covered as a run line dog following a win in their last four outings. So, and they've they've lost as they're they're terrible as dogs following a win, just in general. Like they have a really really bad trend with that. So, anyways, um, that's the trend there. And then for the Cubs and the Rays, these are the filthy ones. The Cubs are 0-8 at home against the American League and 0-8 on the run line at home against the American League. That is really bad because, uh, well, we know how it is. But actually, the Cubs have looked decent, you know. They have looked good. They're a surprise team so far. Oh, it's early. It's way early. <laughs> it's early. They're 5-4. and four. They're not that big of a surprise. But it's just it seems like they've been better than that. Because they're probably super plus money at this point. I should we should look at see who is the profitable team so far. I would I would say the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, the Pirates haven't been getting. They've been playing crappy teams, so they're probably not high on the plus money. But they're five and four, I believe. Well, we can we have the, we have the numbers available to us. So on the on the money line. The Colorado Rockies are still the number one team. The Oakland A's, San Francisco Giants, the Mets, the Cubs, plus 19 bucks, so almost two units. White Sox, Pirates, Dodgers, strange spot for them. It doesn't take long to knock the Dodgers out of there, though. It just takes one <laughs> loss. Uh, the uh, Cardinals, the Angels, wow, a lot of teams plus money. Half the league is plus money. Half the league not plus money. Normally, it's about a third of the league that's plus money. So, I think we'll see a big shift over the next week. The Padres plus money at this point. Uh, I'd say the most surprising to the to the minus money. The Tampa Bay Rays are minus money. Uh, the Minnesota Twins generally a money team minus money. The Cincinnati Reds the worst of the bunch. Well, the Rays had a lot of minus two hundred losses against Oakland, so that doesn't help. It's early, too. So it's like, you know, the Reds, the teams to me that are surprising is the Reds at 30th, the Braves at 25th, the Yankees at 22, which is not all that surprising because they're normally way over bet. But the Rays, minus two units, that, I think, means that it's time to bet the Rays. <laughs> all that tells me is uh, it's time to start betting the Rays early and often. Um, yeah, I think we saw a little bit of that yesterday, the race. So. Yep, Mike Trout not playing for the Angels. He's out. That's okay. For me in this group in the games, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays and lay that minus 150 to 145. I just think you're going to start to see a little bit of a streak coming from Tampa Bay. And this price is against a Cubs team with Hendricks on the mound that I think he's seen better days. Uh, I'm going to take the Angels at plus money here against the Astros. I, I know Trout's not playing, but uh, I'm not. Uh, and I'm not wild about Lorenzen on the mound. I just have a feeling Angels are going to get it done tonight. Just a small, I think the better plays the Rays. I'm going to go for the Astros against the Angels. I'm going to ride that trend. It's also their home opener. It's weird that you know we still have teams that are having their home openers today with um, in Oakland and Houston, both. Um, home openers, of course, they love their Strohs in Houston. Mike Lorenzen uh, 
can't stand this guy. He's lost me a lot of money. I think I think even though Lorenzo, another one of those guys, pitched really well last time out in L.A. in his first outing, you know. And the problem I had was uh, the problem I have with Lorenzo is he's one of those guys that it's like he doesn't he doesn't get he doesn't beat me because he gets hit really hard. He just walks a million guys, you know. He's like he gets out of control. I can't stand the walk. I hate the walk. Hate the walk. Hate the walk with guys on base. It's like, hmm. those are the worst. The Astros aren't hitting, yeah, but now they're home. So home is where the heart is, you know? Yeah, you got to worry about teams after their first game back, right? I mean, they just got back last night, so it's their first game out. All right, got the uh, ripping through it today. We just have the last. Oh well, I didn't give mine in this. Um, oh yeah, I did. I did. You said you took the Astros, I think, on the yep. run line. Yep. Rays on the run line. We got the uh, Phillies and the Rockies. Chad Cool. Oh man, uh, can't think of a worse spot for this guy. Aaron Nola, Mister Four Innings himself, on the mound for the Phillies. Got the A's and the Orioles opening day in Oakland. But I gave out the A so I gave out the A's, I believe, on the video. I might have given out the over. But I I actually all the trends say Baltimore run line. You know, like reverse run line. Um, plus Oakland had a real long trip and this home opener right away. Just the same situation as Houston. Yeah, well Baltimore Baltimore is, you know. It's not right around the corner either. Nope. Got, uh, if anything, Oakland was closer than, than uh, Baltimore. And it's, yeah, when you come home, you visit your girlfriends, your family, you know, there's distractions around. So, I don't know. Maybe I look into it a little bit too much. A lot of, some teams are really good on the comeback home. Some teams like the Giants aren't, you know. Sean Manaya getting the ball here for the Padres against the Reds. The Padres, six and five, but looking better than that, right? Kind of looked better than that. And then yeah. certain teams, you look at the record and you're surprised where that where it is, good and bad, you know. And then the Dodgers taking on the Braves. Clayton Kershaw following up on that on that perfect game up against uh, Huascar Yanoa. Um, I think this is the most interesting game of the day, or well, one of them. Brian, what do you think of these four? Yeah, I think I'm going to go against the Dodgers again. I'm going to take the Braves on the run line with you. No, I think the Braves are better than their record indicates. Uh, Kershaw, seven innings, his first start. Maybe comes, maybe his arm's a little tired in this one. Not, he had an amazing game uh, last time out. Uh, and then I'm going to take the Reds plus money here. Lodolo, I think he's better than, he, than his first start. He had good minor league numbers. Uh, so I think the Padres at plus 150, not the Padres, the Reds at plus 150 is where I want to be at. Then the Phillies, that line just seems like they're really begging you to take the Rockies. Nola isn't a minus 160 pitcher, but uh, I think he's due for a good start. Phillies got embarrassed yesterday against the Marlins. I'll lay the big juice with the Phillies. So Phillies, Reds, and then Braves run line. All right. Braves uh, 16 and Oh, 
as dogs following the loss. Nice. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna wuss out and take the run now. <laughs> I mean, it might be actually on the. It might actually might be his run line dogs following the loss. Let me see exactly. Let me see what the trend is exactly. It is something like that. Something ridiculous, like just one of those straight money trends. Here it is. Yep, covering the run line as dogs following a loss for the Atlanta Braves, sixteen and zero. Plus, the Dodgers have been covering a ton of run lines, and generally for the season, you lose money betting the Dodgers run line. So, yep, it's a good way to lose a lot of money. It's a uh, high risk, low reward. Dodgers. It's 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 a great way to win seventy percent of your games and lose money betting the Dodgers. How many in a row have they covered in the run line? Four straight. Something like uh, that. They're not going to go undefeated at home this season. That's for sure. Nope, and Atlanta's, too, Atlanta's a good team. Like I said, I, I'm, I, I'm changing gears. I like the Orioles, so if you saw my video, say, hey, you said this on that one, but uh, you're saying this now. Well, yep, I am. Anyways... Well, we ripped through the show. That was fast, super fast without Joe Madden here. Um, hopefully Joe is feeling better, and uh, she'll be back shortly. You got a parlay or any uh, thing like that, prop? Yeah, I think my parlay, I'm going to take the Raptors plus the points, uh, waiting until tip to get the best number. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays on the money line. And then I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves on the run line and parlay those three up. I'm going to take the... Uh, I'm going to take... Let's see. I definitely want to take one of the Rockies on a home run prop. Let's see. Who I can take a Philly on the home run prop. Yeah, I think, I think you can go on both. Let's see who we can take. That's a good one. Let's look at the, uh... So for the Rockies. Oh, here we go. I, I got one. So I'm going to go with CJ Crone. Let's see what we can get. Let's see what we can get on this one. CJ Crone is plus only plus three fifty. I'm gonna take Bryson Stott plus five sixty. CJ Crone. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. That was a quick one. We did it in about a half hour, which was fun. I love like, your record setting. I like, no, I like the pace. <laughs> I like the pace. Not a lot of fluff. I get, I'm just wiped, so <laughs> that's part of it, too. This I last got, weekend was a tough one. A I got of, nothing. A of, this is a tough weekend. I just got a lot of stuff going on, so just wiped out. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make it a winning day, and uh, see you tomorrow. Those of you that are premium VIP, we're going to do a combo show. Joe is out, but I will give out our premium, I guess.